doom, doom, doom. Same old niggas on the south side. South side. Same old niggas in the west. Same old niggas in the trap house. Same old niggas feeling stressed. I've been getting too much money. Everybody mad. I've been getting too much money. Everybody mad. Just angry. <laughs> Same old niggas on the south side. Same old niggas in the west. Same old niggas in the trap house. Same old niggas feeling stressed. Trying to get too much money. Money, money, quality. Everybody mad. Angry, angry, angry. I ain't getting too much money. No, pockets so bad. Everybody Oh, oh, oh. You niggas is welcome. Hey. <laughs> this is Amber and Jay Phillips. Side Pieces of Black Joy. And this is Jazz, the King of the Side. And you are listening to the Black Joy Mixtape. These washed up bitches need to be tumble dry. Y'all keep on hating on me, just don't know why nope. Are y'all mad cause I'm a tranny? Why? Well y'all all can swallow bleach and just die <laughs> I'm saying all you bitches doesn't matter if I'm a girl or a guy The coach is where it is, you know what I'm saying? What it represents, what it stands for And it should be, you know, not saying it's, 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 it's a sport for men It's a sport for men and women I'll represent the coaches and not some other people trying to do something else Straight killing these hoes Got haters like Mike, bitch, I keep them on his toes like <laughs> You mad? Why you worried about my dick, though? Calling me a man, y'all can suck my whole shit, yo Y'all bitches say vicious on my gram, though Shady ass comments like a roll fucking block hoe Y'all messy, don't test me, I'm psycho With a straight jacket, I'm thorough, call me Mike, My pockets stay fat, no life, though Shorts on my crown, I'm queen, no Geico Be the bitches in my way, call me Harpo Dragging these facts, stay mad in your body bags Hey bitch, do you remember that time? You got on my nerves and I fucking blocked that ass. <laughs> I know you're mad, but that's none of my business though. Just sip tea, bitch. really out here busy y'all man we're trying our best wow we're trying our best we're not actually back you know we're just so <laughs> we told y'all we got a new show called culture genius yeah a black as fuck game show a black as fuck game show on stitcher premium which is coming out like mm-hmm. later this summer yeah, it's gonna be your summer jam yeah so we out here we we currently are recording that shit you know, and it's 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 gonna be a motherfucker. Wait, but don't woo. get Stitcher Premium yet, y'all. Like y'all need to wait till we give y'all a code for it. Yes. All right, don't go over there yet. Now, <laughs> wait for your wait, code. Wait, wait for it. Okay, wait for it. Tiffany, if you are listening to this, you might want to get that code together, sis. <laughs> hey. <laughs> We're going to need a code, <laughs> but don't download it yet. All don't right? get it yet. Don't get it yet. Ain't nothing on there yet. Exactly. Anyway. Exactly. I mean, you know, that, that's family now. Yeah. But However, still. y'all know we trying to change the game. Okay. All right? All it's right. lit as fuck. Niggas just listen to like the little first episode. Yeah. Popping. Y'all. <laughs> it's going to be lit as fuck. And me and Amber ain't figured out a schedule around this motherfucker yet. <laughs> we really haven't. Like, we like, what? what is balance right now? I don't know. We like, how we supposed to just be doing two shows and working full time? Like, listen, how, who's going to retire us? All who, right? That's the real question. Who finna put us in like Vogue or something so Please, we can get busier? Just, just give us a solid a paper magazine feature. Something. Y'all know y'all want to see I two know, bad girls on the front of Fader. I know there is somebody <laughs> editor listening right now. <laughs> And I'm just trying to get my calendar a little more booked, okay? Pitch it, baby. Pitch it. Okay? Just roll that arm All right. and throw that pitch. But right? right now, like, we, like, this summer is really booked. It's hot. It's... But D.C. tripping. When we say booked, we mean uh, yeah. it gets darker later. Yep. And so happy hour is now available on porches and yeah. rooftops. So. Yeah. <laughs> 
Because <laughs> niggas is also bopping as the fuck. Yeah, that's true. But um, we're back at Black Joy headquarters. Yeah, because, I mean, ugh, I just... I'm just thankful that it's summer. I'm really getting into this Chloe and Haley album, for real. Yes. Let me yes. tell you, right now, I'm really listening to Everywhere. I got money everywhere. Falling on the tree. We need harmony. We need, they're doing like tree, four part harmony. Is tree, that my note? Tree, tree. That was great. Yeah. Good job. Uh-huh. Yes. Uh-huh. Good job. Go Chloe and Haley are out here winning. Yes. If you ask me, fuck a J. Cole album. Yeah. Fuck a yay. This one. This one literally. The kids gonna be all right. The kids literally are all right. Yes. They have harmonies for you. Mm, vocals. They have a solid body of work top to bottom. Like top to bottom and got the nerve to have a whole sitcom theme song. Just you and me will always be tired. Yes. Yes. Watch out, world. I'm grown now. I'm grown. Yeah, it's so good. I fucks with them. Y'all need to pay attention to the children. They literally have an album filled with bangers. Yes. There's riding music. Look. Little crushing music. Look. Uh, you can smoke to that. They ain't, look. you know, I don't know their I business. I think they 18. I, look, whatever. I don't think they 18. But, you know, one, The one of them did, the youngest one did turn 18. You're right, so. you're right. Mm-hmm. And they got the nerve to be giving me lock goals. Yeah, just long, Hair. flourishing, thriving. Bundles. On grownish, being great. Look, if anybody in the academy is listening to the Black Joy Mixtape right now, go ahead and them in there. Because... Yeah. They need all the nominations. They need every single metal ass statue that y'all niggas got. Absolutely. Okay? Just hand it over. Give it over to them. You know. They're going to be these, opening for On The Run too. We ain't got to worry about niggas falling out of car. Like, niggas doing, like, cliche ass, violent ass videos representing blackness and right. shit. I mean, I know that's a thing, and I know we can have varied representations, but I'm just saying that the black cis men is looking like a real monolith out here. Honestly. And truly. Really be- yeah, I'll shine by some teenage lock gold ass <laughs> films out here. Yes, killing y'all. Damn. And it's their first body of work. How not you their 10th gonna... mixtape, childish. Dang. How y'all gonna let Beyonce and her protégés out do you? Just easily. Y'all just gonna just let them have a whole kingdom out here? And now she got at least a four-part harmony in the house We're just waiting on the babies to grow into their vocals. I guess I... That's it. So speaking of which, Jasmine, Hmm. you know, we're we're here. We're so blessed and highly flavored. And Mm. we just Mm. have a beloved guest in the building Mm. today. I I know it's been a long time Mm. since Mm. we've had a guest, but I assure you this Mm. will not disappoint. Hallelujah. This person is beloved. Mm. She is our saving grace. Yes. She will lay hands where hands need to be laid. Yes. She will roll you a blunt. She will pour you a drink and send you on your way. All right. Press down, shaking together, and runneth over. We have Jasmine motherfucking Burnett in the motherfucking building. Jasmine, we're so happy to have you. I'm so, so happy to be here. I'm so honored to be in your space and in your orbit. Yes. So before we get started, so tell us where we can like follow you online. So you can follow me at Black Feminist, which is B-L-K-F-E-M-I-N-S-T. That's right. On Twitter and Instagram. Black Feminist. That means you was on that motherfucker early as fuck. I sure was. You literally (laughs) make niggas so angry when they search that shit. I want to be Black Feminist when I get on Instagram. And wrong. Wrong answer. You thought. You thought you was, but you don't. It's Jasmine Burnett. Yep. Okay, so... So Jasmine is joining us, one, because she slid into our city. Yes. And we're like, we have a mic. Yeah. <laughs> you going to come here and we going to blow down with us yeah. anyway. Like, <laughs> let's way. put our homie lover friend on the mic. Yeah. And Wednesdays is for Black Joy Mixtape. May as well do both. Yep. And <laughs> this month is Pride. We in here celebrating Black Pride like shit. Mm-hmm. Not only is it a celebration for all us prideful motherfuckers. Yes. 
It's also a real one, real one's anniversary. Yeah. Happy 20 years, Jasmine Burnett. Thank you. Happy 20 years of lesbian pride, black lesbian Mm-mm-mm. pussy power yes. in this motherfucker. Yes. One time for the one time yes. to the black queers Mm-mm-mm. who are blessed. To see us today, to be with us today, to celebrate with us today, so that we can continue to love you, to continue to cherish you, to continue to just marvel in your brilliance and your excellence. Yes. I love uh, you. Like, 20 just years. so amazing. I am so thankful for 20 years, and I wish you 20 more and 20 more and 20 more and 20 more on top of that. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Oh, that fills me up so good. Thank you so much. No problem. I'm so glad to do it. So you're celebrating 20 years of being out, right? Yeah. And how old were you when you came out? Where were you? Paint the scene for us or the scene that you want us to know. Absolutely. So um, I was 19. I'm 39 now. Find this book. Grown woman. I'm a grown woman. Watch out, world. She's grown now. She grown for real. Yeah. And so I, it was my freshman year of college. And I told my mother, you know, well, I actually went home. And like at that time, the big deal was, you know, coming out during Pride Month, like it was like, you know, there was so much like media and marketing around it. Mm-hmm. And so you like felt really emboldened to just say, you know what, I'm out like and tell your family. And so I felt like if I told my mom, everyone knew, like I, I didn't care who knew after that. As mm-hmm. long as she knew first, it was important for me to honor her and respect her in that way. And um, I told her I didn't tell her. I remember I went home. And um, I was there for the weekend and like all these commercials were coming on and my mom was like, you know, fuck that gay shit. You know, oh, that's nasty. They all gonna go to hell and just like all this bullshit, you know. And so um, it was really hard for me to hear her say that. So I felt like I couldn't really tell her. And then I drove back to school and I called her when I got home and I called her. And of course, I'm like all in tears. I'm like, she's going to hate me. And um, I told her and she told me everything that she said in front of me about gay folks, which is that I was going to burn in hell and um, that she did not support it and that I needed to try men again. And so, um, you know, that didn't work out for me. And (laughs) I just was really um, I needed to stand in my truth. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, it's been a beautiful twenty years. I mean, women, the women and non-binary folk that I have had the pleasure, honor, and privilege to have deep relationships with, it has just really transformed my life and just opened me up in ways that are unimaginable. What did you surround yourself with to kind of transition you out of that? disappointment Mm -hmm. from your mother's first response and then how did your relationship evolve evolve past that moment when you came out to her so um well you know I spent a couple of years trying to figure out okay well let me see if maybe you know I'm, I'm like dating these women and then I'm like well you know my mom is kind of pushing me to be with men so I'm like well let me try out men to where it makes sense for me an audition and audition period and yeah and I'm just like well maybe they can like help me to shift my thinking around this so that my mother can embrace me again mm. um, that's what I was really looking for was her acceptance and I wanted to make her proud and I felt like I wasn't making her proud mm. um, and so um, I think that what brought me out is and, and just kind of through that transition is my mother didn't talk to me for three years mm. um, she didn't want me to talk to my brother. She um, spoke poorly about me to my family and just a whole bunch of stuff. And I don't know what it was. I, you know, I took a year off from school. I only had a semester left of college to graduate. And I just was so broken from her absence that I just needed to like figure out who I was um, beyond her um, denial of me. 
And so I moved to Arizona, Phoenix, Arizona, with a friend who had just lost his mother. And we were both just going through this process of like losing our mother in different ways. Mm. And so that was really what helped me to see myself more clearly. And by the time I came back to finish school, um, I found this group of black women in Indiana. I went to school in Indiana at Purdue. Um, They were called Indie Soul Sisters. Mm. And (laughs) they would have these Sunday brunches that would go on into the next into Monday and having the first meeting I went to every woman there showed their coming out story and it was just like so many tears and so much support and that was the first time I experienced that and I knew that I could be strong in myself and in community and be able to hold my truth in an empowered way Mm. um, with my family because I knew that there was a lot of education that needed to happen. Mm -hmm. And the education just, it wasn't like, let me tell you what queer is. Let me tell you what lesbian is. Let me tell you all of these theories. It was like, let me live in this and show you how happy I am when I'm living Mm. in my truth. And don't you want me to live? And don't you want me to live? Don't you want me to thrive? Yes, all of those things. So... That's that's what it took, just being honest. Mm-hmm. Right and it just makes me remember or think about when I first met you, one thing at the time, this digital platform that you had on Facebook called Aunt Betty's Basement. Mm-hmm. Could you tell us about Aunt Betty's Basement, mm-hmm. that page, and the story on why it was called that? Yeah, so Aunt Betty's Basement is so special. Um, I was living in Los Angeles, that was in 2008, 2009, and I was really seeking out what it meant to please. I wanted to be an excellent lover. Yes. I wanted to be an unforgettable lover. And so, <laughs> so that's the goal. That's the goal. I mean, I think that should be everyone's goal. I mean, don't Hello. you want to be an unforgettable lover? Yes. Yes. Write songs about me. Hey. Yes. When they <laughs> reminisce over yes. the king. Okay. My God. You're not the best I ever had, you but I was the best you, you ever had. All right. With your little ugly. <laughs> so. Um, when I was 24, um, my, my family, my grandmother was raised in Dayton, Ohio. And, um, I, my great aunt, who was her sister, my aunt Betty, she, um, was so magnificent. She was a closeted lesbian her whole life. She, um, was I think three men proposed to her. She denied them all. Yes. <laughs> Hallelujah. And where was she at? She was in Dayton, Ohio. Hallelujah. Picking yeah. up proposals. Uh-huh. Yeah. I'm good. Right. Ohio players. Ohio players. I love Ohio players. <laughs> no. <laughs> I said no, nigga. I said thanks, but no thanks. Uh, who? <laughs> the hell? <laughs> I did. I Get stuck with you. <laughs> but he said, I can eat pussy better than you. Nigga, what I mean? like giving you my hand in marriage. What? Nigga, you can't even earn by yourself. (laughs) Why would I do that? Yes. But here's the phone bill. (laughs) Electric and gas. Okay. Good day. Good day. I said good day, sir. Nigga, leave that ring, though. Leave the ring. (laughs) Okay, sorry. Go ahead. (laughs) Nigga, don't leave with that. Hey, I said, no, I didn't say take the ring, goddamn. (laughs) But that shit is two different things. (laughs) Now get your ass out. (laughs) Get the fuck out. Lock the bottom lock, please. Take the trash with you. This ring nice as fuck. I like this, though. This is nice. But man, this gotta come with a, a contract? Ew. I'll just take the ring, thank you. Mm. A and stage so. play. I'm Betty's basement. <laughs> Fuck no, nigga. Oh, hell no. This is different ways black women say no. Some vagina monologue set up. I feel like I said, hell no. <laughs> Give me an Amber stage play. Please, please. please. <laughs> Cut the music. And now we hold our hands. I up. said no, no, 
no, no, no, no, no. Everybody can no, chime in. No, 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 nigga. I said I won't marry you. <laughs> yes. I won't marry you. Dream girls up with a unbetty spec. Please. Please, that would be great. Please, Tyler Perry could Just never. three acts, different ways of saying <laughs> hell no. <laughs> In her honor. <laughs> I paid $150 to watch black women say no. Yes, she did. On Broadway. On Broadway. <laughs> no! <laughs> I said no, no! <laughs> yeah, I can think of a bunch of ways to say no. Actually, yeah. yes. Okay, so I'm Betty said no so, three times. Great. Said no three times. <laughs> and what's symbolic about her saying no three times is that, you know, she wasn't out to our family. And she, um, she had lung cancer. And um, she, I only really knew her for three seasons as an out lesbian. Mm. Mm-hmm. You know, and she died in the third season. And so that, you know, when you say, you know, the three acts, I I really believe in, you know, kind of the connections, the spiritual connections we make with numbers. Mm -hmm. And so I think that that, that's really powerful. And I believe that she's here and I believe that she's proud. But yes, you know, my Aunt Betty, she had an after hour spot for black lesbians in Dayton, Ohio, in her home, in her basement from like the 1950s to the early 1980s. And um, I didn't get to meet those women who was in, who you know enjoyed her basement and um, really you know found themselves in that space until she was dying, unfortunately. And so um, her lover at the time, my aunt Annie, they had been together for thirty years, and it was just really powerful to be in company with people who had experienced what it meant to not be free mm-hmm. and what it meant to have that space with my Aunt Betty. So I created this space um, on Facebook to honor her because I felt like um, my family didn't honor her in a way that I felt she was worth. I felt she was worth more because she was. Yes. And um, so I dedicated it to her um, with the kind of slogan, Pussy Power. So that was really me honoring her and honoring the space that she held for um, Black lesbians in a space where we weren't welcome anywhere to just have a space to be. And that's why I really hold that identity so dear because Mm I really connect, I connected with her in identity and in our family and in that connection and in that understanding and knowledge of walking through the world. So, yeah. I, I love that as a way to like, even the stories that our elders don't get to share about mm-hmm. them, what the folks who come after them can mm-hmm. hold for themselves. Because what we know for sure is representation matters. Hell yeah. Not just on our TV screens, but lit- literally knowing our bloodline um, and how queerness was showing up. The so full story the, of our bloodline. Yeah, not, not just, just the things that make us feel comfortable, but right. like... Because it makes us make more sense. Yeah, mm-hmm. like it makes you feel less alone. Yeah. You were here with us during Black Pride in D.C., and one of the things that I love about D.C. is one, like, shout out to Sleepy Lee, um, hey. planning amazing parties. Hell yeah. Um, to Janae planning Black Film Brunch. It's all these beautiful spaces where yeah. black queer people get to not only exist but really thrive like a celebration mm-hmm. of queerness yeah. and um i love those spaces so much too because again this the story that you're sharing with us when we think about audrey lord's um uh zammy and another spelling of my name I like weep for them because they just had so few spaces. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So can you tell us a little bit about the spaces that you had for just celebration party and turn up <laughs> versus um, how that felt for you to be in DC mm-hmm. for black pride when it's like yeah. big and everybody, and everybody is, everybody is yeah. yeah. No, it's just such a great mass mm-hmm. of just normalcy yeah. for lack of better words it's it is this is this is church this is sanctuary this is what we call our space together sanctuary mm-hmm. because it was so limited mm-hmm. to um have those spaces and to feel free in them so when i was being snuck into clubs 
Um, <laughs> yeah, well, I would go to this bar in Indianapolis called The Ten. And um, anyone who's from Indiana or the surrounding knows that, you know, The Ten was the place. And what was so fascinating about it was that that is where we got free and also that the interest was through a back alley. So mm-hmm. you had to essentially drive through an alley. The parking lot was in an alley and the parking, any other additional parking could be easily hidden, you know, in these kind of like tucked away places. Mm-hmm. And the front door was in the alley. So what was fascinating for me to spend pride here with you and Jasmine mm-hmm. and <laughs> um, is, you know, we, it was at the Howard Theater and I remember we were walking down this alley that was the shortcut and I was like, my muscle memory went to, okay, this is the entrance. There was a guy, there was a light and a doorway and I thought that was the door that we entered into and when we walked around the front, I was really, and it was just well lit, you mm-hmm. know, um, and what's fascinating about going to the clubs in the 90s still in places like Indiana is, you know, it, it's essentially like the the crowds that you were walking, that you walk past to going to an abortion clinic. You know, people kind of like yelling at you, shaming you, making you feel like what you're doing in terms of celebrating your life and feeling free to do that in this space um, is not welcome and that you shouldn't feel proud about that. So, um it was challenging because it was like, you know, did we, we knew we were worth more, mm. right? Um, but we didn't acknowledge that we were walking through an alley mm. to get to the front door because that seriously was our sanctuary. Mm-hmm. And um, so to be in space with you all and to be 20 years ahead and to have this amazing um, experience of being able to reflect back, be present and reflect forward it makes me so hopeful for um, how queerness is really wrapping itself around LGBT and like the Q was kind of carrying us forward mm-hmm. and giving us clarity and space and room to grow. However, that looks and whatever that means for folks in terms of identity, in terms of gender. And so it really, it opens me up. I have clarity about who I am. And it also opens me up to be more clear about myself and um, what queerness means for, you know, our movement and our community moving forward. So I just think that I hope that people who are in my age group and older and who hold any level of like bias or any level of like itchiness around queerness or trans folks or anything that is not lesbian and gay, you mm-hmm. know, um, that there is um, an openness and a curiosity mm-hmm. um, for us to imagine what it might be to really be free to think about ourselves in these really new, not they're not even new ways, but just expansive, expansive yeah. ways. Abundant. You know? abundant. Like how, can, how, how abundant can we be in our community? Yeah. You know, we're, we're denied so much. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, how can we be abundant amongst ourselves? Mm-hmm. And so many people are telling us who we are and how we should express mm-hmm. or how we should walk in the world. Mm-hmm. This identity Or figuring is, out what you want, how you want to walk in the world. Yeah, but they not even given those options. They literally just, the moment they have that gender reveal party mm. that's not even a part of the baby shower anymore. People are making declarations about people's lives before people even get to, you know, breathe their first breath on the outside of right. a womb. And there's one thing to have hopes and dreams for your child, but to prescribe them a particular identity and way of life before they can even think about experiencing it, you're already cutting them short of who they can potentially be, mm-hmm. you know, because there's already, and the reason why I say that too is because blackness is already a prescription for our shortness. It's why we have to be so big about talking about black excellence and why we have to really highlight when a black person does something otherworldly because we are geniuses inherently. But 
we have to celebrate so hard because we know how much is out here in this world telling these black people you aren't supposed to be able to do this shit. Right. So to put on top of that, you literally like popping balloons, cutting cakes, goddamn going on scavenger hunts right. around this shit to make them even smaller than that. Yeah. It's just cutting off the possibility for these people beyond this race gender sex thing yeah you know I, it's it's the who knows who this person yeah. this giant of a, a person could be yeah that's why i always love when the um, gender reveal parties go wrong so not <laughs> even someone has a tantrum but the thing doesn't pop open or like the, the orange is in the motherfucker like yeah. i just feel like it is a reaching of like them saying hell no like yeah. i would hope even if it's not for that particular child mm-hmm. that when we see those videos and they go wrong that it is a form to me it's just a form of resistance yeah i always think about how homophobia just doesn't serve black people no like the idea of hating someone based on them literally trying to get the best love the mm-hmm. best pleasure the thing that even if like for them to qu- even question what the best pleasure for me looks like, mm-hmm. um, it does us a disservice. And when, a lot of times when we talk about heteronormativity, we know that that stretches beyond who you have sex with. Exactly. It's how policies are set up. Yep. It's how homes are set up. How Restrooms. We pres- restrooms, how we prescribe gender roles in the home. And I want black health care, health care, where people can live, what kind of what forms, where what information people study about us. Yeah. And when I think about uh, queerness, that it is in service of full blackness, Mm -hmm. that we all have an invested interest of queerness taking up space of um, it reaching beyond not just who we have sex with, but how we're creating policies, how we're dreaming of organizational structures, how we're even building our families when we know that folks like me, my mother raised us, right? Mm -hmm. And even in that, single motherhood is so limiting because my grandmother was there. My great aunts were there. And to think differently, to remove heteronormativity as our center, that things have to be set up by a man and a woman, it allows us to um, get rid of the shame of being um, parents who are um, raising children without being partnered. It allows us to get away. It allows us to just be bigger. Exactly. Like, it allows us to think better about what do I actually want my life to look like and how do I want to be in relationship to my community. And because of this notion around heteronormativity, just being a single mom is being queer. It's very, it's a, it's very, a very queer, queer concept structure. in the mainstream populace. It's why people got so many words for single black moms. That's why people are so eager and readily available to blame single black mothers for whatever social ills that are happening in our communities. And we have to be clear that these gender reveal parties are actually resistance to queerness. Mm-hmm. These things are it's new. Propaganda. It's conservative it's, it's propaganda. Not, it's literally a conservative ass piece of propaganda brought to you by Pinterest. <laughs> yes. It's a very new Y'all, ass thing. Nobody like, did they have a gender reveal for your ass in the 88? <laughs> no. Not. Did we have them in 95? <laughs> did we even have them in 2005, y'all? Yeah. Like the re like the, the reason same time why you're seeing the rise of that, we see like Jet restrooms. restrooms being cut off for kids like, like y'all have to draw the connections yeah like, it's no coincidence that people are actively saying i am trans t.s madison is out here calling herself the big dick bitch on goddamn vine and then suddenly boom <laughs> gender reveals are happening that's not a coincidence no, and not only that that isn't something that is cultural in our shit like for sure, like black people weren't doing these things, and I'm not, I'm not posturing or putting this shit in in the place of where black people don't do that. But seriously, this Pinterest shit just got us real wrapped up in something that doesn't even serve us in the first place. Did you see how that police officer handled Chakisha Clemens, and we still aren't actively calling that shit sexual assault? Do you know why that is? Mm-hmm. Because that black woman isn't considered 
isn't one entitled to her body nor considered a woman in the eyes of white people. Yeah. Hello, Sarah Bartman. How you doing? Right. The hot and tight. Yeah. So we're all queer. Being black in the in this hemisphere. Yes. It's a very queer experience. It's like, different as fuck. Yes. It's very different, y'all. It's Literally, wild. It, it, you it, can stand in your fucking yard and get shot by the police. If that ain't queer, I don't know what the fuck is. <laughs> I, I love how we just did that crash course on queer theory. And blackness. And blackness. Black pride, y'all. Black pride. Happy black pride, guys. Yeah. Talk about the pleasure. I mean, we've done investment <laughs> of why all black people should be investment in, invested in queerness. This one is specifically for the people with vaginas. All right. <laughs> we told y'all this was coming. We told y'all that. We that- told y'all, niggas. We told y'all. I posed a very good question. You did. A little while back. Jasmine asked. All these tutorials on how to suck dick. Grapefruits. Just slurping and shit. You got to use both hands and you got to breathe. Something like a goddamn duck tail, bitch. What the fuck? What is this? Y'all putting this much effort. And he's still cheating on you? No. Oh, no. This much effort into sucking oh, dick. Oh, God. There's nothing I love more than the lazy blowjob. Ooh. Like, I, I don't out. give a fuck how good you did, nigga. I am barely putting this in my mouth. I'm about to goddamn <laughs> lick my hand on your ass. Drop. And give you this goddamn jerk. And you're going to be laying in it with your ugly ass. <laughs> my neck hurts. <laughs> I'm not telling you shit. You better enjoy this shit. Speaking of. Did I bite you? Oh, my God. I didn't know. <laughs> Man. I, you know what I really can't stand is no stale ass sex from a nigga. It makes me angry. Jasmine, oh my God. Jasmine gonna get to it in a little bit, but I just want to give a little story about you niggas who talk about how you eat pussy, but you like, you know what? I, you, you came once, so I'm done. No, no. No. I, I just really need to get to know you. No, see, that nigga was not. We already got past all that. That nigga talking all this shit like, yeah, I'm going to eat that pussy. I'm going to fuck it up. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do goddamn. Get over there, girl. This is the story. Game over there. Now, you know a bitch was itching around the neck. And I'm out the house after 11 o'clock. I'm on a whole mission like shit. Because this nigga done talked so much shit and got me out the goddamn house. I got on my damn whole outfit and everything, goddamn. I done got up out the bed and shit. Because, you know. It's just one of those so, nights. Sometimes when you talking right, that talking right and the vibrator just, I was like, okay, girl, like <laughs> we got to part because this ain't enough. I'm not falling asleep. <laughs> this CBD oil so, ain't working. Ain't nothing working, <laughs> but I know what would. I know what would work. A wood chuck chuck and a wood chuck could chuck wood could. <laughs> So, yeah, I come out, this nigga look goofy ass. <laughs> I should have known. Anyway, without giving y'all all these damn details, this nigga serve up this dry ass sex. <laughs> then got the nerve to hop up real quick, put his shorts on, and guess what he did? What, Jasmine? Start doing motherfucking laundry. Start putting <laughs> shit in the dryer. Oh! And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> I know you lying. I know. I wish the fuck. Oh, y'all. It makes me, I'm mad just thinking about it. Like, I have tantrums. Like, I can't even tell y'all. You just have to get so, to these draws. <laughs> you just, man, you just really focused about goddamn Thursday morning, aren't you? Mm-hmm. Damn. You ain't wearing nothing but a They t-shirt. don't even like you at your job. They talking about firing you. Honestly. Cause you, I put your ass in a jar. You Next. still do a fight for fifteen. <laughs> you is not that dedicated. Not at all. Anyway. So anyway, I'm having my tantrum and shit, and you know the pedagogue just really smiled upon me because I'm putting on my goddamn shoes because I gotta get up out of there because I am mad. And God would have it that the high priestess of black joy would ring my goddamn line as I sit on this couch and put on my shoes. Blur, blur. And you know what I had to do, right? <laughs> what you do, girl? I answered the motherfucking phone. That's what I did. I said, hello. 
I did I ever got on the phone laughing, kicking about some shit that went on in Instagram. And you know what the fuck I did? Girl, you lied. What the fuck they talk about that? What happened? This nigga look at me all in my face. <laughs> I literally asked Jasmine, what you doing? Oh, girl. Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> nigga house you know about to go jasmine go okay bye <laughs> i was like did you just say that in front of that nigga's face yes <laughs> as he asked the elevator this nigga walked me to the fucking elevator <laughs> while i kiki with my friend and that was me as the elevator should perfect Get that, so, get that energy about you, If ladies. I can key like that in your house, you know what I did next. Talk shit about your ass to my friend <laughs> with your dry ass. Anyway, and this I'm is sorry. just a lesson. This Pride Month, ladies, <laughs> don't you ever silently leave unsatisfied ever again because that nigga ain't gonna do shit you wanna know why because this nigga is really invested in masculinity and the one thing that nigga hate is that one bitch know that he ain't working with shit the very thing (laughs) that's gonna make his heteronormative hegemonic ass mad is that your ass know that his dick is weak <laughs> so you sitting there you really sitting there you let that nigga know you ain't gotta get that nigga a tutorial like that ain't your job you ain't there for that shit no great cause freaks. you ain't got no goddamn time for that you got other shit to do but you gonna let that nigga know that's a pain position and then when that nigga hit you on some well let me make it up to you no you say you shut that shit down don't go back do not double back because that's literally about him and it's still not about you and that's why the fuck you was here in the first place yeah okay but everybody with some enthusiasm make sure you come to the front my dms are open jasmine (laughs) so with that being said since you're here to talk about the thing that needs to be talked about because my god these niggas need help they need coaching Mm. so with all these dick sucking tutorials would you like to give us a tutorial on how to properly eat pussy Oh, 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 oh my gosh. You know, talking about I'm pussy. I'm sitting down. <laughs> oh, talking about pussy makes my knees weak every time. It makes me vibrate. It makes my pussy pop. After I was Absolutely. This is when my pussy pops for you. <laughs> yes, it does. It makes me pop my toes. Ooh. All of that. So, you know, I do want to talk about pussy in a really broad sense first in terms of setting a tone. Oh, God, yes. Okay, so, I mean... Expansion. You know, there are so... First, I want to talk about bodies, right? So, I... You know, a pussy can be anything where you are receiving... Right, where there's communion mm. happening. So I think that, you know, a pussy can be a very broad spectrum of bodies and things, but the pussy that I have the most familiarity with okay. is um, a, in a cis woman's body. Mm-hmm. So um, that's the context upon which I'm going to share this understanding that pussy can mean many things. You better give a disclaimer as yes. sexy as that shit. Y'all ain't never heard a disclaimer Y'all. that fucking lit ever in your fucking life. Oh my God, I'm going back to sit down. <laughs> <laughs> this is for which the pussy I speak of, <laughs> beloved. Oh God, it's glowing. Yes, on my watch, <laughs> darlings. <laughs> it got a purple aura, bitch. <laughs> I love it. Continue. (laughs) So, I think that the most fascinating thing about the dick sucking tutorials is that there's this very transactional way, like, I do this thing, you come. Mm. Right? You know, um, this is the amount of pressure, this is how you need to lick it, this is is what you need to do. I think, um, you know, when you have committed to eating the pussy... It's a very transformational experience. Oh, mm. yes. You have to be wow. 
ready to um, really be invested in changing someone's life. What? We're giving this shit to you free 99. You better. The PayPal is paypal.me backslash black joy. What's your PayPal, Jazz? Burnett JN. So go, can we take it back to when you are about to partake, you need to be ready to transform a life. Yes. Now do y'all see why I be having tantrums? Okay. All right, continue. Okay. Yeah, I mean, you know, I think a pussy is not, you know, you can be slightly lazy with a dick and it will still come. <laughs> uh, with a pussy, you cannot be lazy. Yeah. Um, you have to be ready and you have to be eager. And um, so, yeah, so this transformational experience starts when you really take the opportunity to take the person who's holding the pussy in. And that starts with giving them eye contact, that starts with conversation, that starts with being flirtatious, sometimes being a little perverted. That could also help you to win if you give me good eye contact, right? And you have a conversation that um, makes my pussy jump, which means you're looking deeply in my eyes, you're trying to understand where I am, and you're trying to meet me where I am. You're not really as invested in yourself as you are in me. So when you are looking to um, pleasure a pussy, you know, it doesn't start with what you say. It starts with the kind of the depth upon which you're going to take someone in. So it's looking into their eyes. It's um, scanning them. It's really taking them in. It's seeing where there are gaps, you know, do a gap analysis on um, a pussy. I'll do a gap analysis on What's the pussy. a gap analysis? <laughs> a gap analysis is let me look at you so deeply that I can see what you're missing and let me show you. What? Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> to show you that I see you. Right? Yes. Yes. Okay. And so I think, you know, if we're getting into like the mechanics of it, which is really all the dick tutorials are, are mechanics. She said you niggas is robots. <laughs> Y'all don't know shit about your pleasure. Y'all know nothing. You impressed by a grapefruit. This bitch don't even know your favorite color, your dumb ass. Don't even know your middle name. <laughs> or she may not even know what you said. Mm. You know, in the conversation you were having with her to get into your pants. Them. Days. Days. Yes. Z's. Z's. But you know. Yeah. Fuck boys is a gender neutral term. It is. It's true. Okay. Masculine folks do suffer from this as well. They do. They do. Let's, okay. Let's just not be lazy. Back to us. (laughs) So beyond looking into the eyes, once you have really made that deep connection, once you have really, you know, settled into the fact that you've committed to having a transformational experience with a pussy, you have to turn on the light. You've got to look at it. You've got to see what you're experiencing because it truly is a wonderland. Uh, You have to open it up. And I think that so many times, you know, it's like, okay, let me hurry up and put my mouth, fingers, dick, strap into this beautiful flower that you've not even become intimate with. You know, you don't even know what it looks like. So, what was a really transformational experience for me is this book by Nick Karras called Petals. And um, it's the sepia-toned um, photographs of vulvas, of, you know, vulvas after orgasm. And so they're full, they're juicy, they're fleshy. You can really see their personality. And I think where we fail as a culture is saying that you know, a vulva needs to look in a particular needs to look a particular way. It has to be toned. The lips can't be too full. You know, the, like the labia has to be, you know, balanced. All of that is bullshit. Mm. All of that is bullshit. So, I think that you know, really getting to know it. I mean, you know, every pussy that I've eaten, I um, I, I turn on the light. I look. I become familiar. I talk to it. You know, I develop a relationship 
with her because, you know, I know based on my relationship with my pussy that, you know, there she has and I identify her as she she has a personality of her own. And, you know, in my mind, in my heart, I may be feeling a certain way, but my pussy might be motivated for something else. I don't know what she talk about. You have to talk to her. Right. And so, you know, sometimes your pussy wants to jump off your body and go fuck. Yep. And, you know, you can either support her in that or not. <laughs> I knew I should have took my ass out, but no. That is that is critical. You know, not every pussy is the same. And if you treat every pussy the same, then, you know, and, and unfortunately, if the person who's holding that pussy doesn't have the confidence or the competence mm-hmm. or the understanding to tell you that you're failing, um, you're going to... Um, continue to think that you're serving, you're in service to pussies, and in fact, you're not. Mm. So definitely turn on the light. Um, And really, there is a mentality that you take into eating pussy where, you know, um, you surrender. You surrender your body, you surrender your face, you surrender your breath. Um, you just roll with it, baby. You roll with it. You submit. You know, you fall into the rhythms of the body. You fall into the moans. You know, if you can't breathe, find an opportunity to come up for air. But don't come up for air when the pussy is about to come. Like, that is really... Hold it. Hold it. Just hold it. And actually, you know, and it's something that I'll share Breathe through you. your nose. Breathe, no, breathe through your mouth. Yes. Ooh. Right? Yeah. Oh. Because your your nose is probably you're not gonna be able to occupied. breathe. Yeah, it's gonna be occupied. It's gonna be kinda putting a little pressure against those uh, learn how to breathe on the water nigga. <laughs> it's like swimming. Absolutely. Find yeah, those yeah. air bubbles, the yeah. pockets. Yeah, find those air bubbles, find those pockets where you can breathe out. Take in air, take in more. Don't and don't be afraid of the wetness. Oh my goodness, that is such sweet nectar. I um, posted something about eating pussy on Instagram, and there was a gentleman who replied and said, you know, oh, I need to wipe my mouth. And I was like, why would you wipe your mouth? Like, you take your finger and you wipe from around your mouth and you put it in your mouth and you let her know that you are taking it in, all of it. You're not wasting any of that. You know, that is... Swallow. Swallow. You know, you, you know I think that... Um, and then, like, squirting and all of, all of these things that, like, like, pussies are so diverse. They can do so many things. Like, when you feel... It's the, when the clit starts getting hard, right? You, you dig in a little more. You know, you understand whether you need to suck or lick or flicker. Whether, you know, there needs to be penetration, whatever device you have, your hands, make sure your nails are cut, your hands are clean. Um, no one needs a bacterial infection from trying to nut. Feel free to wear gloves. Feel free to wear gloves. Feel free to wear finger condoms. Feel free to really treat it as the precious gift that it is. Because if you can really get a pussy to and surrender and submit then you've unlocked a really special secret and she will always want you submission requires submission you say that pussy will always want you so mm. and I mean it's a, and you know and don't and don't be so gentle sometimes I mean you know there's you know you have to kind of get a feel for you know the vibration of the person who you're pleasuring but I think that there is this idea that a pussy is like oh it's this little pink precious thing and it's so proud I mean babies come out of that you know <laughs> so but you know really let it be in there now before don't be, be in started no. don't don't do that at the beginning now nobody no. won't no, none of that nobody wants that I mean you have to get to I mean there's a relationship that has to grow you can't go in with your idea of what you think will please the pussy mm-hmm. you have to like understand the pussy the pussy has to learn to trust you introduce ask, yourself ask introduce questions yourself. ask questions yeah. you know um and take your time. Take your time, and it's different every time. Uh-huh. You know, I may oh want you to fist me this time. I may want you to not penetrate me at all the next time. I mean, I <laughs> think, you know, just just know that there is diversity there. 
and um, not every pussy is the same. And every time, even if you have the same pussy for a number of years, just approach it as if it's the, the first time every time and allow yourself to be amazed. Like, what, what does those shakiness look like? If yes. your partner has been oh, with your pussy for a while mm -hmm. and they just want to, you know, make sure... Mm -hmm. They doing the oil change, you know. Yeah, it's been three thousand yeah. miles. It's been three thousand miles. <laughs> um, got many more to travel. Annual review. Yes. Mm -hmm. Uh huh. Mm -hmm. Um. Well, what do those conversations look like? Mm -hmm. Seriously, how do you? Yeah. How do you think you people should partner should engage those conversations? Yeah. Well, there is a book that has really helped me to um, get clarity on how to. Not only have these conversations, but to kind of understand the dynamics and complications. And that's the whole, um, the whole lesbian sex book by Felice Newman. That is really, um, that, that opened me up. But I think that that um, conversation starts with, you know, it, it, I think it happens when you're intimate, right? When you're comfortable, not when you're upset, you know, mm. or frustrated about why something's not happening in a particular way. It's when you're you're feeling loving and open to each other, and um, I think you know tantric sex offers a lot to those types of experiences, um, where it's more about building intimacy with someone over the actual orgasm or sexual experience. So just find a space to be intimate with your lover, you know, find a space where you can be naked, and maybe it is not sexual, and maybe there is a a different conversation you can have with them about how they're feeling in their bodies and, you know, do they have what they need and, you know, really create a different intimacy around talking about, you know, how does this feel? You know, as mm -hmm. you're making love, it's not like this kind of quiet thing. You have this open conversation with someone when you're not having sex. And then when you're having sex, you stop talking. Mm -hmm. You got to talk through sex. You got to laugh through sex. Sometimes it's funny. You know, sometimes you do crazy shit like fart. That's okay. Mm -hmm. yeah. You know what I mean? Like, And that's cool. You know, so I think that, you know, we have to not treat sex as if it's as untouchable when we're doing it as when we like, it's like we have these thoughts about it. And then when we're doing it, we're like, oh, I can't say that out loud or I can't talk at all or let's be quiet. It's like really pushing the envelope. It's like, hey, baby, you like that? Does that feel good? You want me to touch you there? Is that good? Okay. Mm. All right. You want me to slow down? Okay, I can slow down. <laughs> yes. You know, so I mean, it's just, it's, it's just a continuation of a conversation that you should be having. And I don't want to make assumptions ever about what I think my lover's body wants. Yes. Mm -hmm. And I just want to input here, if you want to learn more about the mechanics of eating sex, I did find a video for you all, a tutorial. It's by Glam Erotica 101 on YouTube. G-L-A-M-E-R-O-T-I-C-A 101. And the video is called Basic Tips for Going Down on Her. She's a beautiful black woman with an afro. Yeah. She's gorgeous. She's so beautiful. Thank you wow. for that beautiful tutorial, Jasmine Absolutely. motherfucking Burnett. Hello. I, as we, you know, y'all take that in. Take Write it. that down. If this is something that you're Reply not getting. Yeah. Take it back. Rewind it. Flip it and reverse it. Mm -hmm. Send it to the people you need to have it sent to. Go ahead. Send it. You know, just go ahead and make this your open call, your invitation. Yeah. You Download know? those clips. Put them online. Yeah. Send them to folks. Tag Jasmine. Yeah. Tag the Black Joy Mixtape. Yeah. And we are just so grateful. And if it's something that you're not receiving, somebody, demand it. Yeah. Somebody that you... Okay. Now, the people who are in loving places with their sexual partners you know go ahead and send them this if you have been apprehensive of letting them know uh where they have been coming a little short mm -hmm. where they got you coming a little short come on um why not go the whole way why not you know and this is a great you know, conversation opener, you yes. know, this pride is for you too. Mm -hmm. You know, it's time for you to be proud of your pussy, baby. Go ahead and come out. What Jasmine just described, I feel like that was a solid two days. She said you must start with a conversation. I feel like, damn, uh, that's a whole weekend. 
I heard brunch. I heard like some some goddamn Postmates and yeah, maybe that a sound movie like a or weekend. That sound like I'm not really getting up from mm-hmm. this bed unless I'm going to the potty mm-hmm. or to this door for this Chinese takeout. Yeah, yeah. and a I lot might of water. call off on Monday. You know, mm-hmm. you know, oh, it sounds like a three day weekend. It sounds like a three day weekend to me. Yeah, yeah. Juneteenth coming up, may as well. <sighs> I'm, I have some floating vacation days. Yes, I'm going to go <laughs> ahead and put them on this Monday. All right. Yes. And Jasmine, I want to ask you before we conclude, mm-hmm. you have some climax. Um, <laughs> yes, thank, thank you. Before we climax, absolutely. Um, can you tell us about some projects that you have coming up or things yeah. that you're excited about? What I'm really super excited about is this retreat I'm going on tomorrow. Um, I'm traveling to Palm Springs um, to participate in the Healing Inside Out Retreat, which is a cannabis and wellness experience. So it brings together two things that I love so much, which is cannabis and taking really good care of myself and treating myself to pleasure and joy and relaxation. So um, I'm very excited to bring both the reproductive justice aspect of work that I do with the cannabis um, wellness work that I'm very invested in and write about and just really allow them to make love. So I want to encourage you all to free pussies I want mm-hmm. I want you to, like, there are so many pussies that are in bondage that are just hungry, mm-hmm. hungry to be touched in a particular way. And if you weren't mm. so lazy, mm. it would really open up those opportunities and take the time to invest the time to treat it with the love, care, and respect that it so deserves. Mm-hmm. This pussy's so free, it ain't. <laughs> Come on, Come on. Because that don't sound, that sound free and not all at the same. That sound real expensive. That today. sounds like you need some credit. Abundance. Okay. Hallelujah. Now y'all see why we goddamn had a sermon at the beginning of this. Okay. This moment. I knew we was going I to church. Knew I knew this it. was the Putzler episode. Oh, this is it. This is the number one resource online of pussy eating now at this point. The news and politics. All politics. Yes. Because the personal is political. Podcast. And so is pleasure. The Black Joy Mixtape. Essence is Woke 110. Talk alumna. Wahana. And Jasmine, where can they find you online? You can just find me at Black Feminist on Instagram. That's where I enjoy spending my time the most, which is B-L-K-F-E-M-I-N-S-T. Hallelujah. And what about you, Jasmine Walker, the king of the South? Well, (laughs) you can find me online and Instagram and Twitter (laughs) at Jazz, J-A-Z, on O N Y A Mine M I N E. You niggas. My PayPal is crazy. PayPal.me backslash Jazz the K O S. Re fucking details. This is why my mom is lying about listening to this, this mixtape. This is exactly why. My name twin here, so I'm acting up. Yeah. <laughs> Period. Point blank. And I'm just Amber J. Phillips. No. 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 I'm Joe Jackson to this shit. You do it again. You, you, you goddamn motherfucker. Did you not hear Jasmine Burnett on his microphone talking about pussy? You better not come out. Well, I'm Amber J. Phillips. No, nigga. This is not that show today. <clears throat> I'm not trying to fuck up nobody's life. Yes, the fuck you are. But I am trying okay. to fuck up All right. Life. All right. And credit. And absolutely. Mm-hmm. This is Amber J. Phillips. Mm. On Twitter. And you know I'll be on that Instagram. <laughs> I see you looking. Mm-hmm. What y'all looking at? I see you. Just awesome. keep on keep them DMs coming, baby. You know. Just make you ask. Next time, be the first to look at my story. Let me know it's real. Ooh. Ask me for a video. How about that? 
in chat. I know y'all be watching them Instagram stories. You know I got that blue light. You think I'm just playing around with that motherfucker? I'm not. It's a trap. It's a trap. All right, and you can follow <laughs> Black Joy Mixtape on Twitter and Instagram. And please do not forget to use the hashtag Black Joy Mixtape so you can tell us how moist this episode got you. Yes. Happy Pride, y'all. Happy Pride, motherfuckers. You better get you better get glad and celebrate. Okay. Get some pride about yourself. Get some pride about your motherfucking self. Feel good. Feel real good. Turn baby. on the lights, boo. <laughs> Be prepared to change some lives this June. Also, wrap it up (laughs) in multiple different ways. Ask for consent. Go ahead and take those trips to get tested. It's all good, okay? Just know more about it. That's all we're saying. Hell yeah. This is Amber J. Phillips, the High Priestess of Black Joy. And this is Jazz, the King of the South. And you just listen to... The Black Joy Mixtape. Hey, what it do?